this thing that I'm about to mention here is going to sabotage you <laughs> as much as we want it to help us because it is a tool. It's a very objective tool. So it feels like it can take the emotion out of the equation. We get the data. It tells us if we're doing good or bad, which is complete bullshit. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Desiree Cassell. I'm an orthopedic and pelvic floor physical therapist specializing in women's health, aka pelvic floor. I'm a wife, mom of three, foodie, lover of all things movement in nature, and I'm super passionate about educating, empowering, and supporting other women like you to find and maintain balance throughout all aspects of their lives without pain, pressure, or peeing their pants. And this is the Balance Momtality Podcast where we will talk about all things pelvic floor, your core, and optimizing your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum recovery, providing you with the knowledge and tools so that you can feel like the strong, playful, and happy mom that you and your family deserve. Now let's get you out of those pads and back to loving movement. Fill up your water, pop in those AirPods, roll out your mat, and let's connect. Before we start today's episode, just a quick disclaimer that anything mentioned in this podcast is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical conditions. If you have any questions or concerns about your healthcare needs, please seek the care of your medical provider. This is also a safe space where we will be talking about very sensitive but important topics such as issues with peeing and pooping, relationships, and even sex. So if you have littles around, probably a good idea to pop those AirPods in. But otherwise, I hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, jumping back in to another week on the Balanced Momtality Podcast. So excited you're here with me. I hope you got a chance to check out last week's episode where we really dive into more of the mental changes that we have to make in order to be more successful around our goals this year, more successful in accomplishing them, and just how we are approaching our progress and viewing um, those actionable steps throughout the year and really seeing it more as instead of an all or nothing mindset, it's more an anything is better than nothing mindset. We need to just do what we can. Small, tiny steps are still steps towards our goals. So I hope you checked out last week's episode. If not, go listen to it and let me know what you think. Um, I just wanted to kind of piggyback off of last week's episode and I'm still kind of in that, you know, new year goal making whole thing. So we will get back into our normal programming of pelvic floor and core and all of the amazing pelvic stuff. Um, in the next week or two, but there's something that's been on my mind and I wanted to do an episode on it last year um, and I just didn't get around to it. So I thought that this was a more fitting time of year anyways to approach this topic, but I wanted to just really get us to dive into some more specific things, specifically one thing that you need to make sure you are ditching this year. We are getting rid of this if you have not already. Um, as we go into 
this new year, 2024. But as we're looking at our goals, you know, many of us have so many different goals. Most of us have some goal around our health and wellness, right? Maybe that's getting up to meditate. Maybe it's getting in a walk. Maybe it's a more specific goal of how we feel, how we look, how we fit into our clothes. Um, one of the big, big things that I have veered away from um, for a long time, but it's something that I still forget really that many of us are still making goals this way. And I want to get you to really shift your mind again, but by thinking a little deeper about the type of goal you want to make around your health and wellness journey, and just to make it a little bit more um, feasible and give you a better step in the right direction. Because this thing that I'm about to mention here um, is going to sabotage you <laughs> as much as we want it to help us because it is a tool. It's a very objective tool. So it feels like it can take the emotion out of the equation. We get the data. It tells us if we're doing good or bad, which is complete bullshit right? Like it doesn't actually tell us if we're doing good or bad, but that's how we feel. And it's when we step on the fucking scale. Yes, the scale, get rid of your scale. <laughs> if you still have a weight scale, get rid of it, you know, or if you have it, just stop getting on it. It is such a sabotage to your progress. If you, you know, some people have a much harder time with this, but you know, even me, I have never really had, you know, a really negative relationship with food. I mean, I do overeat. Let's be real. I love food. <laughs> I have, I love my relationship with food because I love it so much. Um, but you know, I'm not, and it is something I'm working on, obviously, but I have, I've always tried to have a more holistic view of my health and wellness. And through, so through my education, through my nutrition program, through my physical therapy program, you know, I've learned so many things of how the body works. And for that reason alone, I decided to ditch the scale a long time ago. And it's so funny because I still find myself wanting to get on it just to kind of see like, I want to see I'm making the progress and I hear the voices in my head fighting each other because, you know, so for example, I did get on the scale last January because last year was when I really started trying to stay consistent and show up for my exercise. And I did, I did an awesome job. It's like the first full year. I feel really confident and proud of how I showed up for myself and going to the gym super consistently. And so I got on the scale, not to, you know, I kind of wanted to see just where I was at and, um, I had all of those thoughts, you know, pop in, up into my head, like, don't focus on this number. But then the other part of me was like, this is 20 pounds heavier than when you were, you know, even post babies the last couple times. Like, I was already starting to compare myself to myself. And it's just so unhealthy. There are obviously lots of reasons we should ditch the scale. And, you know, I want to just dive in that into that a little bit more with you guys today because when we use goals in this new year they can be so helpful but they can also be really detrimental if we're making goals that aren't set up 
force, setting us up for success. And one of the goals that can really set us up for failure, frankly, is a weight loss goal. So choosing to, you know, by the end of this year, I want to lose 10 pounds or yeah, I could have said last year when I got on, I want to lose those 20 pounds. Like that's my goal. But I already knew, right? Like I am starting this year. I'm going to start working out. So what happens when we start working out, especially when we start weight training? So lifting weights, getting that progressive overload in our muscle with that goal of getting stronger and thicker, heavier muscle. Muscle weighs way more than fat. So I knew going in that because I was going in with a goal to lift weights, I couldn't use that number on the scale as a valid measure of my progress, right? Like I knew better. And yet when I reached my goal, because I did, I made my goal this last year too. I made it a functional um, strength goal. I wanted to feel really strong. I really tried to make it not about the number on the scale, but I wanted to feel really strong. So my goal was to hip thrust 300 pounds. I thought I was crazy. If you've heard me on the podcast before, I did think this was a crazy goal, but I hit it and I hit it in August. And so what did I do? I couldn't help but step on the scale just to see. I was so curious what that meant for my body. What did all of those months, you know, it was August. So eight months of strength training. What did that do to my body? You guys, I didn't lose or gain a freaking pound. Like I have always hovered within the same one or two pounds within this last couple years. Like I cannot again, lose this 20 pounds. And had I made my goal about losing the weight, I would have felt like a failure. I probably would have felt like all of my efforts were for nothing. And I wasn't really, you know, cause these were the thoughts. As soon as I stepped on that scale and saw that number hover around the same exact freaking number eight months later after I knew all of the effort that I had put in showing up at the gym I heard all of the stories all of the negative narratives pop up in my head was it worth it are you doing anything why are you showing up here and I just had to say shut the hell up shut up get out of my head I know better than this I stepped off that scale knew that I was never going to get on that scale again, at least in terms of, you know, measuring my progress. I do think it's interesting to get that data, you know, just like when we go to a doctor's appointment and they take that information at your yearly checkup or whatever, like, yes, we want to make sure we're not missing huge things and gaining a ton of weight that makes no sense or losing a ton of weight that makes no sense. Like this can be a big marker for our health. But when you know that you are changing and you are working towards a health and wellness goal, I want to encourage you to not use the scale one as your goal, right? I don't want weight loss to be any part of your goals. Like we don't necessarily like, yeah, I'm sure like, again, the 20 pounds lost would have been great, but what is more important? What are those value-based goals that we talked about more in um, the last couple episodes so that you can have it be something that is more meaningful to you. And it is just going to keep you showing up because again, that goal I made was to hit that 300 pound hip thrust. And I did. So even though my weight stayed the exact same, I was still beaming 
and I was so proud of myself instead of feeling like a failure I was so proud of myself because I did hit that goal and I knew my efforts had paid off I was stronger I felt great and because of my education and knowledge and awareness of the scale and the damaging sabotage that it can cause to our mental health and our wellness fitness journey because most of us once we get on that scale and we either see the number go up like maybe it didn't move very much or maybe it even went up people are like well fuck this why do I even keep showing up here why do I keep putting all this energy in so they slowly start eating worse again they slowly start falling off showing up at the gym and this is where that yo-yoing of diet and exercise comes into play when we're letting that scale dictate how you feel about yourself and your success and your progress moving forward and so I used all of that knowledge when I stepped on that scale and I heard all those little voices come back into my head and those narratives and stories coming back in I was like you know what I've been lifting weights I know that muscle is heavier than fat this is all just this is body recomp this is redistribution of weight because I know I've gained muscle obviously I just hip thrusted 300 pounds when eight months before I could barely hip thrust a 50 pound kettlebell. Like I know that it makes sense why my weight is the same. And in fact, why it might even be a little heavier because I am working out so heavily and eating more protein so that I can get heavier muscle mass. Now, you know, so we want to make sure that we are setting those goals that are going to set us up more for success and take away some of those objective measures that can truly sabotage you, which I do feel like the scale is just such, such a negative thing to keep in your um, routine and is something you're checking in on because it doesn't freaking matter. What matters is how you feel right? How you feel, whether that's your strength, your energy, your mood, like that is what matters. So let's make some goals more around that, even if it is right. Like, again, I would have been happy to lose the weight, but I knew my biggest thing is I want to have a lifestyle of health and wellness. So what does that look like? Maybe we adjust it a little bit so that you're eating instead of we focusing on the weight loss we're focusing on getting more fruits and vegetables in. And that's kind of my thing this year because, yeah, I did. I worked my butt off strength training. I still plan to work my butt off strength training. But I do. I feel like I still have, you know, like some diet gut stuff to work out because my pants are around the waistband still fitting a little tighter than I would like. I still feel a little bloated. I have some poop issues, right? Like TMI, but I always say never TMI (laughs) in my corner. Um, And so I know mine's more of a diet thing. I need to get my diet in check, but I am not going to ever again get on that scale purposefully to use it as a measure of my health because it's just not right like it's just not it's a terrible measure of health it messes up it can cause not only our sabotage of our physical training and our diet and our physical efforts but it can also cause a mental health cascade it can totally sabotage you into um, mental health issues especially if you have 
a history or currently still battling some type of eating disorder or body dysmorphia or anything around your physical appearance, you know, this is where we need to just really take the scale out altogether. Like get rid of it. Don't even step on it. Give yourself those other steps of progress throughout the day that are still telling you you are taking the right steps toward a healthier life, towards feeling better, towards getting that goal of running a mile, running a 5K. Maybe you want to, you know, feel like you could just have the energy to keep up with your kids. You know, there are so many other things. Maybe we can make it a physical strength goal if, you know, you want to be able to carry heavy suitcases on your travel without back pain like let's make a heavy weight strength goal let's step away from the scale as you're moving into 2024 and thinking about how you want to you know what your goals are and what you want to try and achieve and strive for this year just take the scale out of the equation altogether and if you're like but weight loss is a huge goal for me then again let's look beyond that what's going to get you what is why is the weight loss a goal is it so that you are healthier right is it because you're having heart problems let's get your diet in check is it because your joints hurt like there are so many other things and other ways we can um, structure our goals right like if we have joint pain let's make gentle swimming and active movement on a bike something like that that's non-impact a regular routine let's make that a goal so that you're getting gentle movement in every week let's make you know so many other things a priority here over the scale as you are going into 2024. I cannot stress this enough. It is such a huge game changer for how you feel about yourself and your own well-being, your own abilities, and just how you feel about your own progress. Because every time you step on that scale, it's probably going to give you a snapshot of something fake. And yet we're going to take it as a direct correlation to our self-worth, our progress, our ability to show up for ourselves, all of these things, which is just, it's just bullshit. It is straight up bullshit. The scale lies to you. Even if it is giving you a true factual number of your body weight, it is not telling you your self-worth. It is not telling you all the progress and effort you've been putting in. And it is not telling you how amazing of a fucking human you are just for showing up. So show up for yourself in 2024. Make the steps, make the goals. I am here to help you along the way and along that journey. And if you feel like this is something you're going to have a hard time with, please reach out to me because I promise you it is going to benefit you so much to take this out of your goal making and just out of your lifestyle in general. Let's ditch the scale 2024. It's going to be a great year of value, functional based goals or getting rid of the scale altogether. I hope this inspired you and maybe just made you think a little differently about how you're viewing your goals, how you're viewing your progress, how you're viewing your self-worth. Don't let the numbers on the scale do it for you. Okay. Let me know what you think. Balance Mentality Wellness and Support Group on Facebook. Send me a DM on my socials. I'd love to hear from you guys. I'm on the Balance Mentality on Instagram and Facebook. Come over, follow me if you're not. Um, I like to post little tips and tricks and exercises there, and it's just a place where we can connect even more. So I hope to hear from you and stay tuned for our next episode on the Balanced Mentality podcast next week. Mm
Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I know you've got so many other important things going on, but I hope it was helpful and you leave here with some tools to help you in your healing journey. And I just want to ask you if you have found this helpful to please leave a review on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom of my podcast page and leave that five-star review so it can help other women see this information. And also, if you want to be a part of my community of amazing women trying to balance all the things, great tips and insight and sharing stories and just motivating each other along the way, feel free to join my Facebook group, The Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support. I hope to see you here next time on The Balanced Mentality Podcast.